and welcome to the Limitless Hairdresser Podcast, where we believe that you deserve to live the life of your dreams, and we are here to help you make that happen. I'm Kelly Mason, and welcome to episode number 15. This is a super happy and kind of super sad episode because this is the last episode of the health and wellness focus for the month of January. When I first started this podcast, I thought that it was going to be me giving mini courses in mindfulness meditation and personal development and then bringing on other beauty professionals in the industry to offer their guidance. And I am absolutely loving doing that. But man, I had so much fun having on four people the month of January who I just absolutely look up to, admire, and I had so much fun diving deep into their minds and uncovering some little nuggets of wisdom for us to bring into our industry. So if you have been loving this month of you know outside experts on the podcast, please let me know. Send us an email. Leave us a um, message on Instagram, shoot us a DM, whatever. Let us know what you think. We'll also be pulling our Instagram as well to see what else you guys want to see here on the podcast. So today I have on an awesome guest. Her name is Danielle Dillard. She's an energy and alignment coach. She does private one-on-one coaching, group coaching, and she's also a super free-spirited gypsy wanderer. She's been spending the last six months road tripping around the United States and just finding her fun in every single moment and getting to know herself better and doing some deep peeling work on herself as she's on this journey with her clients. So she's just an open book. And if you follow her on Instagram, she's so much fun to see what she's up to all the time. I really love connecting with her there. So in this episode, Right before she heads off to Costa Rica, by the time you hear this, she'll probably be there on her next adventure. We talk about our egos, how to get back in alignment with our souls and our soul's desire. We talk about manifesting and what that looks like for Danielle on her different parts of her own personal journey. And we also talk about having fun and making life a game and playing in this journey and just making every moment fun and enjoyable because that's what we're ultimately here to do is have a good time. Life on earth should be a party. And Danielle has some really awesome tips on how to keep it fresh, keep it happening, and just have a great time while you're living life and you're on your journey. Not take yourself so seriously. So plug in your earbuds and tune out the outside world because at the very beginning of this very awesome episode... We start off with a grounding meditation and then we share a little bit of energy with each other. So I hope you totally love it. And if you do, please take a screenshot of yourself listening to this episode, share it in your Instagram stories. We love sharing those on ours as well. And if you have any feedback or if there's anything else you'd like to hear from us, please shoot us a DM, connect with us on Instagram, and we would love to hear from you. Have fun. Well, thank you so much for being on today. This is so, such a treat. I mean, I've I'm, been I've been really looking forward to this. I'm so. super grateful. I've loved your energy from the initial intro, our first conversation. I was like, oh yeah, Kelly's magic, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> well, ditto, right back at you, girl, for sure. So I would love if you started us off with 
a grounding meditation. I love following along with your meditations. So I think we should lead everyone through a little bit of uh, centering. Cool. So I was thinking about just doing a really gentle body scan and then just probably dropping us in our heart space and then going from there. Perfect. I love it. Awesome. Cool. (laughs) Okay. So go ahead and sit up tall, stacking your shoulders over your hips, closing your eyes as long as you're not driving. (laughs) And starting to just focus on the breath, allowing the breath to slow down and allowing the breath to be a gentle guide inward. Remembering that breath is spirit flowing through you and how deeply you are breathing is how deeply you're living. So let the breath be a dance into your body as you just relax and let go of wherever you've been in your day and center within. With each inhale, allowing your body to expand and with each exhale, relaxing a little more deeply into yourself. And then bringing your awareness down into your feet and just noticing the feet for a few moments. Can you connect to the feet? Do you notice any sensations? Maybe even the temperature of the feet. Maybe you wanna send the feet some gratitude for all the places they take you in this life. And then very slowly with your breath, moving up into your shins and your calves, allowing the muscles to melt. Noticing the flow of energy through your body. Gently moving up into the knees and the thighs. Breathing into the pelvis. Moving up a little bit more into the lower abdomen. Breathing up into the stomach, letting your stomach soften. Breathing up into the chest, maybe opening the heart a little bit. Noticing what that feels like to open the heart. And breathing up into the neck, up into the facial muscles, allowing all those little muscles to relax. And just noticing your body. And coming back into the heart space, really connecting with your heart. Visualizing 
a green light there in your heart space. And as you breathe, visualize this green light expanding with your breath, opening your heart. From this heart-centered space, I invite you to set an intention for yourself and even just listening to this podcast. Remembering that thought creates, and when you set an intention, you literally put yourself in an intention container, creating your experience. And then when you're ready, gently opening your eyes. If you have a journal nearby, I invite you to bring that and write down anything that really resonated with you in that meditation and also anything that kind of resonates with you throughout Kelly and I's uh, conversation. That was so beautiful, Danielle. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I feel so connected to you what? and grounded. And, and yes, that feeling right there. <laughs> Okay, and I have a little gift for you that I'm going to read you, read everyone who's listening. Um, I have this book, and sometimes I'll do a little Reiki over top of it and just ask for guidance to open up to whatever page I need to read for the moment. Mm. And this is what came. So thank you, universe, for this (laughs) gift. It seems quite real here on the mountain. But will it apply to the world down in the valley? Will anyone believe or care to share it? And in the distance far away, I make out shapes that play, hinting of yet another crest beyond this. I begin, I think, to see the real, the true, and the nature of reality. Horizons reached, again recede, into a distance ever led, ad infinitum. Mountaintops once attained become just mounds to those beyond, as ever new expanded views appear before one. Intriguing though it may be, as they call out to me, it's time to return, to the world I left behind in the valley, to my flowers unattended and fields lane fallow, through the truths at every rise and each plateau, to the life of the people of the valley, where lies in wait, the world of light and shadow. So to live the truths that I have found upon the mountain. Mm, and so, good, so good. it is. <laughs> oh, that feels good. I was just driving around Colorado. I spent the day at the hot springs and just while you were reading that, I was closing my eyes and just feeling it and like visualizing that drive of all of these mountains around and, just this strength and the steadiness and like how inspired I feel driving through the mountains. Mm. So good. I love it. I was thinking of you as, as I was reading it going on your trip to Costa Rica. So Danielle is like a little gypsy wanderer, babe. <laughs> a <laughs> modern hippie. I think that's what I'm hippie. like realizing I am. <laughs> yeah. And um, she's heading off to Costa Rica for her next adventure and as I was reading that I was like wow she's off to her next mountaintop here she goes 
<laughs> yes, you're so right. I've been sitting in kind of an in-between space these last, actually this last like month or two, and the adventure is about four days away, and I'm really closing a, a chapter of being six months driving around the U.S. on the road and starting a new international adventure. And there's a lot of fear coming up, but mostly just fear is excitement without breath, right? So if I breathe into it, I'm like, oh, I'm just really, really excited. <laughs> So why don't you tell everyone who's listening who hasn't maybe been following you yet, because you definitely will after this, (laughs) tell them just a little bit about Danielle and, you know, who you are right now and what your adventures are. Oh, yeah, I would love to. I'm so excited to connect with all of you all. Um, I love Instagram for these divine synchronicities and connections. So I connected with Kelly through um, a friend, Cami, and I pretty much share my life really openly and transparently on Instagram and um, do my best to express myself authentically through a platform like that. Um, And who I am right now, I am an energy healer. I'm an energy and alignment coach, really. And I guide women home to their hearts and their bodies and their souls. And I help them align internally, which always leads to externally aligning in their lives. And I do that through private coaching. I do that through group coaching. But I'm also just a yogi and a wanderer. And I am always asking, like, who am I? And inviting my inviting this space for myself to grow into someone new, even if that's some like every day I'm someone new. <laughs> so I love growth. My soul is like growth. F- so fierce about growth. And <laughs> it feels like my human is always like catching up to like my soul. Like my, it's like alignment for me is like this train. And I'm always like hopping on to like go to the next like level of alignment. And that's where I'm at right now. And I mean, I was raised in Florida. I spent a few years in Atlanta. Right now I'm in Colorado. I've been road tripping for the last six months and I'm going off to Costa Rica. And that's kind of where, who I am and what I'm doing right now. I love your life. (laughs) It's so awesome. It's so fun. And I just, I love to just, um, you know, social media and technology, the way that it's advanced. We're so lucky and blessed to actually be able to connect with people that, you know, 10, 20 years ago, this, this might not have happened, you know? Um, right. And so it's just so different and unique. And as our awareness increases, you start to pick up on the subtleties instead of skipping over someone, maybe you click on it and you stay a little longer. And all of a sudden you realize that you're just so connected on a level that I don't, I'd never experienced anything and anything like this before than the connections that I have right now. And yeah. It is I, wild. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's fun to just see like, oh, someone ended up liking my photos and I go on their page and I see kind of what energy attracted this person to my account. And because I believe like everyone or everything coming into our lives, like we attract it, right? Mm-hmm. So <laughs> it's just such a, so fun to see what is life mirroring back to me right now. Mm-hmm. I I was recently talking to my mentor about that mirroring concept because I was having some, you know, in the physical world, we start to see things that are inconsistent with how we really want to feel like peace or, you know, abundance and, or, Mm -hmm. you know, and we start to see people as jealous or, you know, angry, fear, things like that. 
And she was like, well, you just, you know that that person is just a mirror of you. And I'm like, ah. <laughs> and it's so interesting once mm-hmm. you start to see that. And then when you start to see just beautiful things in other people, it's like loving yourself. Um, Cami actually, Cami is the um, director of communications for Limitless Hairdresser. And she's who connected Danielle and I. And she posted a picture the other day of her hugging a tree and it was just so beautiful. And I was like, Oh my God, Cammy, I love you. And I was like, you know, you're just really loving yourself because you are the tree. Like the energy is just mm-hmm. a mirror of you, even in nature, you seeing beauty in a flower, seeing beauty in a tree. Like that's just a reflection of you. Totally. I was, I can really relate to that. Um, I really, I never get like, I would say like quote unquote negative comments or anything on Instagram. I had one comment, uh, a direct message that stuck out to me in 2018. And, you know, it was just this old friend of mine and she was like, I encourage you or I challenge you to have fun with yourself without showing it on Instagram or something like that. And it hurt so much. I was super, super triggered by it. And I was really trying to sit with it and understand like, why is this triggering me? And just kind of took me down this whole like path of growth of really wanting to be seen by friends for a long time and not feeling like this flow with friendship. And um, it also led me to questioning like, how am I potentially judging another person, right? If I'm receiving kind of some judgment through a direct message, how am I bringing the energy of judgment into my life right now? Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> Woo! all right. Yeah. Yeah, life yes. is always showing us it kind of where we need to look is. for growth. Oh my gosh, I know. Sometimes we don't like it and we want to ignore it, but <laughs> ultimately <laughs> all roads will lead back to love if you just can sit right. with it for a while. Totally. So I know today you wanted to talk about like fire energy and just, I don't know, lighting it up. <laughs> Yes. I think that that is, uh, yes, that's exactly what I want to talk about. And I was just thinking about today, I was like, what's my word? So if, if I, if someone was like, if you could only say one statement, I want to feel blank and you could only choose one word, like what's the word. And today I was thinking about it. What's my word. And I was like, inspired. I want to feel inspired. And so I was like visualizing inspiration as this like ribbon of rainbow colors with just like dancing into all these different areas in my life. And I was just asking myself, do I feel inspired in my relationships? Do I feel inspired in my work? Do I feel inspired in the quiet moments when I'm with myself? And I want to ask you, Kelly, what's your word? If you were to fill that in, I Mm. want to feel. (laughs) Empowered. Mm. also inspired because I have that tattooed on my arm so that's kind of stuck with me yeah I do (laughs) I love that if empowerment is like an energy that you wanted to bring into your life and dance into every area like what does this energy like look like feel like Ooh, it's a mountain Mm. Mm -hmm. a mountain range a really (laughs) high one with like clouds on top of it I think it's like Mount Everest I would say that is like the most empowering visual that I can have for sure. Yeah. 
I'm like visualizing you climb this mountain and I'm like so curious. I'm like (laughs) with each of like Kelly's steps, right? Like what helps her step up into empowerment? Mm. Climbing and then letting go of the weight Mm. as I ascend. Mm. I can relate with that. Letting go has been some of the biggest lessons of my life, especially letting go of people I was still in love with, but didn't feel like were serving me at this time, at the time. Yeah, sometimes that's one of the hardest things. And I know anyone who's listening, you know, in the beauty industry, we're so entangled with other people all the time. Mm -hmm. You know, most of our job is interaction with, Mm -hmm. with others. And we come into that a lot where maybe energy isn't, um, you know, flowing with a coworker or you're feeling, not feeling, you know, a lot in alignment with the salon you're at or with your boss. And, you know, that can be really, really hard because it's so much intensity with other people in such an intimate way. (sighs) Yeah, I know. I can, I think they can probably relate to that a lot. Yes. And, and I can as well, like coaching, you know, doing between, I don't know, five and 10 coaching calls a week. That's a lot of um, energy and, Mm -hmm. and kind of going into people's darkness with them and reminding them how to turn on the light and empower them with the tools to walk out of the darkness and flip the light on to love. Um, So yeah, I can totally relate. It's a, it's a lot of energy for sure. A lot of energy exchange and I, uh, I've made it a practice of really like showering and releasing the day and releasing other energy and cutting cords at the end of each day so that I, when I go to sleep, I'm just kind of going to sleep in my own energy field again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that, you know, letting that roll off is something that can be really hard when you you're forced to, you know, see people every day. Like, how can I see past that. And like we were saying, mirroring a lot of times when you're in those situations in your, your head, like your inner dialogue is going like, what is wrong with her? Why is she dressing like that? I can't believe she did it that way. It's really a reflection of we're doing something similar to that. And it's really hard to sometimes come to terms with that because our ego wants to say, no, it's not. I don't do that. That's not (laughs) how I am. It's her. It's not them. Or it's not me. It's them. And uh, so letting go of the ego in that, you know, in that kind of concept is a really tough thing to do. But, you know, definitely like you're saying, showering and just physically cleansing yourself of Mm -hmm. things is like almost a symbolic letting go of, of the day and shutting that. Yeah, I think about just life being a dance of energy, a dance with energy, right? So your entire day is a dance. So I think of even waking up and I really challenge myself to not step into yesterday's shoes, yesterday's thoughts, yesterday's fears, and just to see it as a fresh new day new day and a blank page. And when I'm stepping into my shoes, literally seeing an intention at the bottom of my shoes, stepping into presence is a lot of times my intention. And then just feeling super aligned and and kind of making it a game. Like how long can I stay in alignment today? And then 
maybe tomorrow I make it till two o'clock and the next day I make it till like four o'clock and just noticing what are the little things that kind of trigger me out of alignment? Is mm -hmm. it, do I overeat at lunch or do I, am I not present with my food at lunch and then I don't feel great after lunch and for the rest of the day, right? So mm -hmm. to me, I'm like, everything is just a dance of energy. And even when someone comes and sits in your chair, if you're styling them or for me jumping on a coaching call, I'm just like, okay, this is, this is the, like, what will this dance of energy be like? I'm going to be really curious versus like, think it might be heavy or bring something into it that isn't there because our previous client was kind of heavy or something, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know? So yeah, like transmuting energy, moving energy, just learning once you, to me, like change your energy, change your life. And yes. once you like learn how to understand your own, your own chakras, what's your energy wheels in the body and just like how your energy works. Um, I don't know. Life just becomes more fun. It became more fun to me when I learned the language of energy. I love that making it a game because I know I, I haven't really thought about it that way, but it totally happens because I'll wake <laughs> up. I have my meditation. I'm drinking my celery juice. I'm like, this day could not be any better. And then all of a sudden, I'm back in the place where I don't want to be. And I'm like, holy shit, here we are. This is not it. This is not mm -hmm. good. You know, even, you know, doing a hair color or something, all of a sudden your th your mind drifts to a worry or anxiety mm -hmm. about what's going to be cooked for dinner. Did I turn the lights off before I left? Oh, my God. What if did I did put out that candle? What if my house <laughs> is burning down right now? Oh, my God. I got to step away. And you're not even – you're like in, in autopilot putting color on someone's hair, but you're actually thinking about your house burning down. It's like – <laughs> it's not okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love all of those like little wild thoughts. Like sometimes I like to just like kind of talk to my ego, my mind, and I'm just like, wow, ego, you're, you're really going wild today. Uh -huh. And I'm like, okay, this is why we're okay. Yeah. This is why life is always okay, ego. And sometimes I'll just kind of talk to it. And I look at like, this is one of my favorite exercises. For, so for those of you that might have your journal nearby and want to jot it down, it's so simple. I love to put ego on one side of the page and soul on the other, put a line down the middle. And if my ego is saying something like I'm not good enough, I will look at what the soul wants to say to that. So I'll close my eyes. I'll drop deep into my body. I'll connect to my intuition voice, um, which for me, it comes from my gut. A lot of people, it comes from like the heart, the gut. It's like that deeper all knowing voice. And I'm like, okay, soul, what do you want to say to this? What the ego says. And the soul will be like, I'm always enough because I am a speck rotating like on a planet rotating in the middle of space. And I, it's a miracle that I'm here on earth and like everything is just amazing. Like my soul's always so positive and loving and trusting. And, um, so like when I'm, I do that exercise all the time, like what's my ego saying, what's my soul saying. And then I really encourage myself to lean into the soul and to just become aware of the ego, which when you become aware of it, you're moving beyond it. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's beautiful. I love that. So simple. So one of the ways that I let go this year, because I just turned 32 yesterday. yesterday and um, Yeah. Happy late birthday. Nice. <laughs> yeah. One year older. And yeah, everyone's like, what did you do for your birthday? I'm like, I worked. And then <laughs> I ate sushi. And I played Nintendo with my kids. And I was really, really freaking happy. <laughs> that's that sounds 32. like the perfect day. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, I'm like, I'm alive. Isn't that enough? <laughs> um, but one of the rituals that I did this year, and I haven't ever done this before, and I didn't even know that I was going to do it until about 11 o'clock at night on the eve of my birthday. And I was sitting here. I couldn't sleep. I was feeling a little restless. Just, I don't know, just knowing that I was turning at like 2 a.m. was when I was born. So I was like, it's coming. It's coming. <laughs> here I come. And uh, it sounds really weird, but yeah. So I was thinking. And I was like, I got to get rid of some of this before I turn my next year because it's so funny. My birthday's right after New Year's. So everybody does their New Year's resolutions, all this stuff. And I'm like, well, shit, now it's my birthday. I've got to do something for myself. <laughs> and um, so I decided that this anxiousness that I was feeling uh, before my birthday, I'm like, I don't, I don't want that. And I don't want that to be the tone that I set for my next year of life. Cause mm-hmm. at new year's, I'm like, I always like to set the tone with a, a word and with some intentions, you know, the whole thing. So I'm like, this has got to go. So I sat mm-hmm. down with my journal and I wrote down kind of how ego and soul. And I wrote down, what are things that I do not want to feel at all when I'm 32? And I wrote mm-hmm. down like worry, um, self-pity, um, stress, anxiety, fears, things like that. I got pretty detailed. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, my God, I, I really am hanging on to a lot of stuff still. <laughs> I thought I was doing yeah. good. And then <laughs> I wrote on there like an affirmation. And I was like, I'm ready to let these things go. They're no longer serving me. And they're they're gone and then I sat by my wood-burning stove and I lit it on fire and I just it was the most ominous thing I've ever felt and I just sit there and watched it burn away every single word Mm -hmm. and it was so relieving I felt like this relief it was a really 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 intense and then I wrote down after I burned it I was like whoa I don't, I can't feel worried now because I don't have worry anymore. It's gone. I just burnt it. (laughs) And so I wrote down, (laughs) I was like, it's literally gone. So my mind would want to worry, but it wouldn't. It's really weird. So I wrote down, how do I want to feel when I'm 32? And I wrote down all the words that I wanted to feel from my, from my heart after a meditation and just spilled them out onto a paper. And one day is down and so far so good. (laughs) oh I love that I turned 30 probably like five months ago and kind of just spent the day really reflecting and what I learned in my 29th year and who I was most grateful for and what I was excited about in the year ahead and um yeah I I love that birthdays for me have always been a big time of reflection Mm -hmm. I Mm -hmm. I totally agree but I never would have done this 10 years ago and I wouldn't even have had the the inspired thought to do it at all, you know. So it's so interesting how when you kind of go on this journey of getting to know yourself and getting to know your inner voice, your intuition, your inner guidance, higher self, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. it's really interesting because you start to talk to yourself so much more. And it's I feel like where all of the progression comes is when you can talk to yourself in a really intimate way. And you and yourself can figure out a solution. (laughs) 
Yes. At the end of the day, that's all you really need. Yes. Yes. I, toward the end of last year, I just really felt like I was going through this massive rebirth. And it's funny because my energy course, which teaches you to basically be the healer and hero and guru soulmate of your own life, it was coming to an end and it's called rebirth. So of course the universe is like, Danielle, you're also going to be going through a massive <laughs> rebirth as you're taking nine incredible women through this, you know, eight week journey to rebirth their lives. And so I really felt like I was breaking down toward the end of last year and I didn't even realize how in it I was mm -hmm. until I had stepped out and I was just hanging out with some friends and they were like reflecting back to me that I'd really been a little bit disconnected from them over the last like two months and just the, how they could see from their perspective that I was in it. And I was like, whoa, how deep was I in it? And I was like, what was I in? And I realized mm. that I had kind of been sitting in shame. Mm. And so much shame was coming up around relationships and money and body shame and everything. And that's just because I was, I was really coming to this place of like, kind of death, like parts of me were dying that really weren't me, right? So that I could rebirth into like the next level. Sometimes I think about life as like a video game and like <laughs> all of me like rises together, right? So what parts of me are not coming with me to the next level? And shame was a really big one that was releasing in um, towards the end of last year. And as you were saying, you're like, okay, now I can't feel worry. I, I had started to feel a tiny bit of shame creep up. I think it was yesterday and I was just looking at it. I was like, okay, Okay. So the energy block that was in my body was shame. And I and I healed that, I released it, and now there's some patterns, some thought patterns coming up that want to bring the emotion mm -hmm. back, which this emotion was stored in my body for probably I don't know, 20, 30 years. And it's just now I'm like, okay, now I get to keep reminding myself and being so present with myself that when shame comes up, like meeting it almost like having tea with the emotion, right? Having tea with any emotion isn't scary. So shame. Okay. Are you wanting to say something like what's the, what's your message to me right now? You're not going to store in my body. So I'm just going to meet you this time and we're going to talk right away. <laughs> mm -hmm. That is such a great way to put it. Oh my God. I love it. Did you ever play Super Mario? I just have to ask. <laughs> um, yes, I did. It's been a okay. while. There's this one level where this wizard, I used to play it a lot, clearly. But there's this one <laughs> level where this wizard keeps appearing and, and there's like fire lava underneath this like bridges that fall. So it's like, really dangerous. And this wizard keeps appearing and he like throws something at you. You have to jump and he's like, wow. And then he disappears and he's like, wow. And it's like, disappear. And so you have to keep jumping over his little laser beam things. I'm like that just that visual just came into my mind of like shame coming up. And it's like, I see you and you're not going to enter me, but I yeah. still see you. Yeah, I, I think of growth as a game, honestly, like healing. It's a game. It's an adventure. Yeah. Like life is a game because I would feel like growth is like really heavy and healing is really heavy if I didn't take that perspective of like, you know what? This can be a really great time too. And I'm going to enjoy the process. Like I've fallen in love with the process of growth because I view it as an adventure and I view it as play. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I totally can see that because there's been times <laughs> on there's Yeah, I totally can see that from your Instagram too, how much fun you always are having with it because it should mean this is life. It, it should be fun. Um, right. And trying to go on a spiritual journey to attain a more peaceful life shouldn't be miserable. <laughs> right right but there uh, are times when it feels that way though when you know you're in the thick of it 
of of doing some sort of healing and and a certain level and you know it can really take you down to a place where you may feel withdrawn from other people but sometimes that's what you need like you need to be it's kind of like remove all of the things so you can re-enter into it with a fresh perspective friendships relationships anything like that I have a friend of mine who has a boyfriend of like several years and she's like yeah I'm moving out and getting my own place I'm like what are you guys breaking up or what and she's like no we just need our own space in our own place and so we can date in that way and I was like okay she's like then we'll probably get another place together and move back in together I'm like wow like that's really modern and yeah. also really cool because you recognize like it's too much and you need mm-hmm. to have your own space you know energetically it's kind of the same thing like reintroduce yourself with a fresh fresh perspective right like there's no right there's no wrong it's mm-hmm. just like what works for you like you do you mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> Always. And Abraham Hicks always says, like, you, a happy life will, will lead to a happy ending. A miserable life won't lead to a happy ending, mm-hmm. typically. So I, I think about that, too. And it doesn't mean that, like, my entire growth journey is all rainbows and flowers and beautiful blue sky days. But um, I do tr- uh, really focus on presence wherever I am and try to meet myself wherever I am each day and sometimes that means it is sitting in some emotions that I don't really want to sit in and I don't really want to look at but I just I find that there's like there's almost magic in the walls of pain like there's some kind of treasure in these emotions Mm -hmm. so I get excited about that Mm -hmm. and like the message and and release. I love like the feeling of like a release when you have this huge breakthrough and you just, you come out of life. Like I truly feel rebirths. Like I feel like I'm going outside and like the grass is greener and like the sky is bluer. And, mm-hmm. and it wasn't like that for probably like the, like the, probably the last month or two of the year. But I, I, I sat in it. I did as like, I tried as much as I could to not resist it. And kind of find the dance. There's this like Alan Watts quote that I love. The only way to make sense out of change is to plunge into it, move with it and join the dance. Mm -hmm. So I just know everything is a dance. It's just a dance of energy. And right now this dance is not a super fun dance. It's not my crazy, wild, free spirited dance, but it's like this dance is worthy too. Like the now is enough. Mm -hmm. Have you ever done ecstatic dance? Oh my gosh. I fell in love with ecstatic dance in Denver, Colorado, Rhythm Sanctuary, Thursday nights, like hundreds of people in this room, sober dancing, moving their bodies, so sweaty. It's like my favorite thing now. (laughs) I just did it in LA uh, about a month ago for the first time. OMG. It what I'd never done it and I had no idea what it was either. It's called Five Rhythms. Did you do Five Mm -hmm. Rhythms? No, I haven't done Five Rhythms. Okay, so basically it goes through all these different kinds of music. And honestly, I'm not going to lie. I'm normally pretty like walk into the place and I'm pretty comfortable. I was like, mm-hmm. I'm going to be comfortable. This is going to be great. I walked in and I was like, <laughs> I'm like and I'm just going to stand here. And I was kind of like rocking back and forth. Like I'm like in sixth grade, like being really dorky. And um, all of a sudden I just was like, why, why do I care? Why, why do I care? Yeah. No one else in this room cares. And right. um, so just really dropped in and 
went for it and I had the time of my life. I was doing things with my body I don't even know I could do. <laughs> and it was so much fun. And in this five rhythms, it goes through different kinds of dance. Like some is like really um, fast paced, like staccato, like did, 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 did. And so you're really upbeat, upbeat, but like high, high, high. And then some is slower and really melodic and like almost like yoga moves. And it kind of goes through this whole motion where you're just emotionally up and down and all around. And you just go with it and you don't resist it. And it feels, oh my God, so good. I can relate to that. The first time I went to ecstatic dance, I was like looking around at everyone else, not like from a place of judgment, but just like, what do you guys do? Like, what should yeah. I do? <laughs> like should, right? I uh -huh. was shooting myself. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then I just like close my eyes and just start moving and drop into the body. And it feels like so much more authentic. And I go with my girlfriends here in Denver and they've been going for a while and they get so crazy. <laughs> like they get on the ground and they make animal noises and like, they don't care at oh, all yeah. who's looking or what other people are doing and I'm like wow you you guys are so free mm -hmm. and I'm free but y'all are on another level <laughs> kind of free and I'm like I like freedom is what I want more than anything else in this life like success to me is freedom pure freedom like mental physical emotional spiritual freedom so I'm always super inspired when I go to ecstatic dance and just feel the freedom of people and just like freedom of like, even in myself, my body, freedom of body, uh, feels so good. Yeah. Just totally detaching from anything that the ego wants to consume. And it's, it's just, a you almost feel like your energy. You, you, you totally feel like particles just like, you know, one by one, just moving like that celestial, uh, filter on Instagram. Have you ever used that? Oh yeah. That, that's how I felt. I was like, I am this. I am just <laughs> particles. <laughs> like I feel like my skin is like looser. My mm -hmm. you know, you just feel you don't feel any of the tension. And oh my gosh, it was just an amazing feeling. I feel like it opens our channel. I think we're all a channel, like a channel of creativity and love and expression here on earth and an extension of source energy. So I think about like all of these fun little like tools and, and things that we do as ways to connect to spirit and open and clear our channel. So our channel of energy, our chakra system. And so like, you know, astrology and Akashic records and meditation and even dance is just a way of connecting to spirit. And whenever mm -hmm. I'm close closing my eyes and just getting into my body, I feel, I feel that I'm a channel. Like I can feel my crown chakra open up my, the little chakras in my feet open up that really connect me to the ground and earth energy. And I just feel so connected to earth below me and heaven above me. And I feel this like light coming through me into me. And I'm just, I'm, I feel that I'm a channel. Mm -hmm. I don't know how else to explain it. <laughs> yeah, and we all are. And that's the mm -hmm. fun part about like all of this connection and all of these conversations that we've been having on this podcast. And, you know, this conversation is opening up that awareness to maybe people who haven't tapped into it yet or people who have and they're like, oh, my God, I'm not alone. And it really right. – you know, one of the goals that I had for Limitless Hairdresser 
when I first started it was to expand the collective consciousness of the beauty industry because I saw so much sadness and so much suffering amongst mm-hmm. my peers and amongst um, salon owners, hairdressers, anyone who I was coming in contact with, I could almost see past everything. And I was it was making me feel really uh, responsible. And mm-hmm. I was starting to get like anxious about it because I mean, starting podcast wasn't every, ever anything I thought I would do. It was hard, still hard. <laughs> <laughs> but it just was this calling. It kept telling me like, you have to do this. You have to do this. You see it. So now you have to do something about it. And I couldn't deny it because then I felt like I was suffering because I wasn't doing what I knew I needed to do, not what I should do. Cause I tried that a million times, but what I knew I needed to do. And, um, I feel like really it it's, it's happening. Like I'm hearing it. I'm seeing it. It's so cool. Mm-hmm. What do you think people could do to start opening up and start becoming more aware so that they can really own and tap into that channel that we all have? Yeah. Well, one of my favorite questions to ask on my coaching calls, like when we first start and I just, it's so simple. How do you feel? And then we drop in a little bit deeper. How are you feeling now? And then towards the end of the call, how do you really feel? And then if, if I'm still feeling like we're not going deep enough, what's underneath that? So just to me, like checking in with yourself is an amazing starting point, right? Awareness, deepening awareness. Awareness is always the first start, step to change. And I believe this comes from Brene Brown, but the second step is acceptance, right? Because a lot of times we become aware of behaviors that we want to change or ways that we've been acting. We want to kind of escape it. And the second, the next step, that really serves us is accepting ourselves exactly where we are instead of getting in that like ego judgment loop. And then from that place of acceptance, then moving into shifting. Um, So I always think about like aligning internally before shifting externally because we can change. Like for me, I did it for years. Um, I changed the city, the relationship, the job, et cetera, the friend group. And I was making all of these changes on a surface level when really what I wanted was deep change Mm -hmm. internally. So internally becoming aligned and then making decisions from that aligned place versus kind of taking empty action on the surface, hoping that I'll get different results, but really just continuing to attract these different lessons in my life. So just checking in with yourself when you wake up in the morning, how do I feel today? How do I want to feel today? Right? Because a lot of times we wake up, we don't even think about it. We just start kind of going into our routine, rushing, and we're setting that vibration for the day. So like the first hour of your day sets the tone for your day. So how do you want to feel moving through your day and what would really serve you to do, even if you only have 10 minutes in the morning, how do you want to feel for your day? What helps you feel that way? So for me, I want to feel inspired and creating from a place of peace. So I typically meditate and I channel right in the mornings. But just throughout your day, checking in with yourself, noticing your energy, 
just how do I feel in this moment? How do I feel after talking to this person? How do I feel after eating this meal? And just becoming aware. The soul is always curious. The ego is what wants to judge. So making it a game and checking in with yourself on a regular basis, just truly asking, how do I feel? It's so it's so funny that you said that about like shifting things in the physical before everything is aligned internally because that's mm-hmm. the trap, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're like, okay, if I go to a different salon, then, you know, it's not, it's not, not the salon owner. It's not the other people, you know, it's always in you. So if you haven't changed that and you go to another environment, you're going to still see that. So that's why I think a lot of people, you know, who do hop around to different jobs, even in the beauty industry or, or just everybody, I think I always say beauty industry, but I'm like, this is a human thing. Oh yeah. (laughs) You know, hop around to different jobs they're going, oh, my boss is such an asshole. He doesn't understand me. This place has such bad energy. I don't like it here. And they go to another mm-hmm. place. And then they're like, oh, this place too. You know, eventually maybe it starts off okay. But then you find yourself in that same cycle of right unhappiness and, and discontentment. Cre- yeah. And when you create the way that you want to feel internally – and you bring that into your place of work. Like you mm-hmm. you know who you are. You hold that vibration, right? I think about this like sitting vibration or like what's your energetic signature? Because you're always sharing energy with others, right? You're always radiating an energy through just coming off of your body, through thought, through actions, through words. Um, so I think about being so connected to myself and holding myself at a vibration. So even if I walk into a space where I don't love the energy, I can still hold true to my mm-hmm. energy. Mm-hmm. Be the change, right? right? Yes, yes. <laughs> like, oh, there was this quote on Instagram, of course, that came through. And it was something like, rather than letting the room, the energy of the room influence you, why don't you influence the energy of the room? Oh, that's so good. <laughs> oh, so th- good. You know I'm making that into a little... Oh, yeah. Do it, girlfriend. (laughs) (laughs) And the other thing I want to share and just checking in with yourself, how do I really feel? 2019 is a year of action for me because 2018 was a year of questions. I was asking myself really deep, honest questions, right? So what is my highest truth? What do I desire at my core? How do I desire to feel? When do I feel the most lit up? And if money didn't exist, like, what would I do with my life? And just like asking so many deep, deep questions and then holding space for the answer. And because I did that full year and really, honestly, two, three years of asking questions and really finding that internal alignment, now I was able to shift externally and really continue expanding my vision and my dreams. And my whole year this year is about devotion. My my word was like love action. And now I'm like, okay, I think devotion says the same thing and is a much more beautiful word. It's almost like the feminine word to like discipline, which feels like a real masculine word. So if mm-hmm. I'm speaking my own feminine language, I'm like devotion. So just mm-hmm. asking yourself questions, like what do you really want out of life? Mm. That's so good. I just want to sit in these. In this, <laughs> I just want to be like just swimming in this energy right now. It's just so good. 
<laughs> I know. I love to lead this meditation where you like go into your heart space and you visualize your heart as like this room and you find like a treasure box. And it's almost like these hidden desires that fear wrapped around or you didn't believe you were worthy or whatever. And, and kind of connecting to these deeper desires that have always been in you, but you've maybe been afraid to admit or didn't think it was possible. So you didn't even look that way or didn't feel that you were worthy. How do you go about manifesting all of this? I have my own my own practices with which I've shared with a lot of people who've listened, but I'm super curious about your your manifestation process, you know, going like how do you decide that you're gonna start a course? How do you decide that you're gonna do coaching? How do you decide you're gonna pack up all your stuff in a backpack and go to Costa Rica? Like Yeah. What does that look well, like? Yeah, totally. Well, my entire life is divinely guided. And what I mean by that, and this might be kind of woo-woo spiritual for some of y'all. And if you resonate with it, awesome. If you don't, cool, let it roll right off. But I started channel writing about a year ago. And I learned it from um, one of my coaches who was like a shaman in training and channeled in the Akashic realm. And basically, I channel write and I can, it's a way that I connect with spirit and allow my guides to speak through me in writing. So, so I close my eyes, I open my Akashic records, which is basically just like think of your soul's blueprint. Visualize like a giant library in the sky with your soul records stored there. And so I connect with my guides that are connected to my higher self. And I close my eyes and I have my pen on the page. Maybe I write a question and I say, what is my highest truth or what guidance do you have for me um, in my next step in coaching? And I close my eyes. I visualize the energy through my crown chakra, just kind of dripping through my third eye, through my throat, down my heart, into my writing arm. And I just, it's a game of relaxing the mind. And I let my guides write through me and I trust what comes through. So honestly, my guides have written my coaching courses. They've told me when to launch them, how many people, what date, how much to charge. I basically let my soul and my guides completely guide my life and guide me into my highest alignment. And I just trust. And when I trust, uh, I can feel the magic, Kelly, um, versus when I like resist it or I don't believe I'm good enough, right? Because they show me what's possible. They show me like the highest potential. And, and I ask myself, can I rise to meet that? And when I do, when I believe in myself fully, when I trust the process and trust myself and trust the guidance that's coming through and I act upon it, everything flows mm -hmm. and it's like pure flowing magic. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I can totally resonate with that. And, you know, pretty much everything that I've created has been done in a similar way. And it's been really interesting from when I got back from Thailand in September until now, because I had this whole um, idea come to me. I had so much inspired thought in Thailand. Oh my God, if you haven't been there, you you have got to go. On my list. <laughs> Absolutely the best. And ever since I came back, I had all this inspired thought. I thought of the whole thing, what I wanted it to be like, visualized the whole thing, purged it onto some paper. Actually, the podcast kind of was produced in that time too. And I got home and I started to plan it and I set a date that I wanted to have it launched by, which was January 1st. It's January 9th and clearly it's not launched. Um, <laughs> uh, and I had this whole concept that I wanted to do for 
the people of the beauty industry and it's going to be absolutely epic once it is ready but what happened was I started to try to plan it and it was so resistant and it wasn't because the idea wasn't right because I know that the idea came from a very inspired place and it is something I did my manifest your dream life workbook through I did the whole thing I'm like is this something I'm willing to sacrifice for is this something that I'm willing to persevere through and I'm like yes 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 everything is yes but I wasn't ready Mm. I wasn't ready to hold the space at that expansion Mm-hmm. I my ego wanted to tell me I was because I'm a Capricorn and I'm like full <laughs> on like I can do anything watch me but when it came down to it all of the things that needed to be done to, to make it roll out properly and have it be for the highest good of myself and also all the people who are going to come in contact with it 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 couldn't be rushed and I started to feel overwhelmed. I started to feel sick. I started to actually feel physical ailments. Um, And I knew that, you know, when I asked, what do I do? Slow down. And I kept Mm. getting slow down, slow down, slow down. My ego says, no, we have to go. We have to get this out. It's January 1st. It's a new year. It has to be out by then. And um, I really had to play this game with myself and say, who's going to be right here? Who's going to drive? Am I going to drive or am I going to let my ego drive this thing right into the ground? <laughs> right. And so I slowed down and we, and as soon as I slowed down, everything fell into place. Cammie fell into place so she could take over parts of things so that I could focus on creating. Um, Angela, who is like operations manager, fell into place so that she could help keep me organized because I'm not a tad bit organized because I'm all over the place. And, you know, <laughs> everything just started to fall into place so that I had the support to be able to hold what I'm about to do, which I'm not mm. going to tell you yet, but it'll be here. I can't wait to hear. Because <laughs> when this yeah. is launched, it won't be out yet either. Um, but yeah, we're shooting now for April 1st. And Ooh. what it will do for people, it, I'm – I'm I I haven't playing the fear excitement game because <laughs> I'm like oh yeah it's terrifying but it's mm-hmm. super exciting and the only way I can be excited is if I slow down because or else it's just too it's too scary and you're like nope not gonna do it not worth it yeah I I think I think we meet these like new creation edges in life, which are also new fear edges, right? So I get this visual of me like standing on the edge of this cliff and I am telling myself to to leap and there's never truly anything to fear. Mm-hmm. And be, even death is just a shift in vibration and our soul lives on, you know, my belief. So I'm like, okay, it's time to leap, but there is so much fear. And I'm like, okay, fear, this is why we're okay. This is why even if we fail, even if everything goes to crap, this is why we're okay. And I Mm. kind of just get my ego on board. And once it's like mind, body, soul aligned, I'm like, boom, I just leap. And sometimes you don't have the full clarity. You don't have the full picture. And you're sort of just leaping into the unknown and trusting that, you know, you'll figure it out. And everything always works out. It truly does. Mm Mm-hmm. Amen. Yes. But like manifestation, just really quick, I was thinking about it that I wanted to share. 
So a lot of my clients come to me and they're like, I want clarity, I want clarity, I want clarity, I want clarity. And to me, what I'm hearing is I want a clearer channel so that I can connect deeper to my truth and really know what's my next step and be able to act upon it because I'm enter my chakras are open and flowing, right? I keep talking about chakras. They're the energy wheels in the body. We typically talk about seven major ones and they kind of govern different um, physical and emotional aspects of our being. So if, just for example, the solar plexus chakra is in our stomach area and that's the energy wheel of action, of confidence, willpower, discipline. It's a more masculine chakra, right? So the color is yellow. So I think about when I'm ready to act, like this year is a big year around acting and, and devoting myself to my work. And so I think a lot about um, firing up the solar plexus in a way that you would think you'd fire up a more masculine chakra versus a more feminine. With feminine, feminine, you more kind of relax into opening the chakra. Mm -hmm. With masculine, think more like activating, right? So I might do some like push-ups, planks, some more masculine physical mm -hmm. exercise to really charge up my core being, my stomach area. But when I'm hearing I want more clarity, it's just you want to clear your channel. So some ways to clear your channel and different tools are going to work for different people, but nature is balanced and truly helps you balance um, internally when you go spend some time in nature. Uh, showers, hot water is very cleansing for me. Meditation clears my channel. Movement, sweat. I mean, there are so many ways. Reiki energy healing. I'm a Reiki master. I love, I love energy healing. I love teaching people the language of energy and that they can balance their own energy body. So I do that in my work. Um, so they can, you can balance your own chakra. So basically if you're solar plexus is imbalanced, which you can be overactive or deficient. So overactive, you might feel like a lot of energy in the stomach. Um, you might be overly confident, a super ego kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And then deficient, you might, you might think of someone who is not very confident, um, maybe is kind of shy, isn't really able to act upon their ideas. Um, so, so yeah, and, and really being able to balance your chakras so that they are open and flowing, aligned, nourished, and balanced. Mm. So just clearing the channel and that can help you connect to clarity so that you can realize what do I actually want, feel connected to that, and then act upon it. Mm. Yeah, because we already know everything we need to know, mm -hmm. right? It's like this whole it's game of <laughs> learning what we already know, relearning right. what we already know. Right. And when we seek answers outside of ourselves, we weaken our relationship with our inner guidance system. Mm -hmm. You have all of your answers inside of you, all of them. Mm -hmm. It's magical. It is magical. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. And in play, that's one thing that I wanted to talk about just really quick before we're almost done. Um, that's something that you talk about a lot and can you just tell everyone who's listening, like, what does that look like, making time for play? Mm -hmm. Oh, I'd love to. So I, th <laughs> I think personally, and if this resonates with you, if you feel resonance in your being, awesome. Maybe it, it re it's you for you too. But I think I'm here. My, my, the purpose of life for me is to love, create, and evolve, right? So I shorten that to like, I am here to play. I'm here to play. Like I am just here to be a human being journeying through earth, like letting the human have the experience. So 
I think about play as like bringing play into my work, bringing play into uh, checking my bank account. Like I, <laughs> I like just literally bringing the energy of play. And sometimes, you know, like guess the looking- number in the bank account. I always do that with the scale. I'm like, I think I'm going to be this weight today. And I stuck it on. I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was right. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Even, I like dance. I like even before getting on this um, call with you, I, I was just dancing. And I was just like connecting to my body and, and opening my channel and clearing it. Because I always really want to speak, especially when it's public like this, just from a really authentic place. Mm-hmm. So bringing the energy of play. So sometimes finances can be stressful. Let's just be honest, right? I'm sure y'all can relate with that. So I think everything is a game of energy and a dance of energy. So I think if I log on to my bank account and I bring an energy of stress and fear, every single time I log on, I'm literally sharing that kind of energy with money constantly. Every time I pay for something, I if I'm feeling stress around money, uh, that's the relationship I'm having with money. So I think about shifting the energy, right? So if I was about to do some financial planning right now, I would go dance and get into my body and listen to my favorite music or go outside and play in nature and smile and laugh. And then I would bring that energy to logging into my bank accounts and, and doing some financial planning. Mm. That is such great advice. (laughs) Yeah, just like making life fun. Like even when you're in a period of like growing with your significant other and it's not the most fun, like can I find play here, right? Like can I find play in – how can I even – like I don't love cooking. I know a lot of people out there love cooking. But in order to speak my language and make cooking fun, I light a candle. I make some tea. I put on my favorite music. And sometimes I'm dancing around the kitchen. And that makes it fun to me. Mm. Same. I like to eat though. (laughs) Me too. Me too. So like how does your inner child love to play? Like connect back to that. We are all creative. Even if you don't think you're creative, you are. And your create your creative energy is stored in your sacral chakra. So that's two inches below the navel. The color of that chakra, that energy wheel is orange. And it's all about creativity and emotion and pleasure and sensuality. So if any of those if anything came up for you in that, then and like play with that. That's where your like deep joy lives. So what's play to you? You get to define it and just have fun in life because (laughs) nobody knows what they're doing and we're all just (laughs) trying to figure it out. So like we might as well have fun while we're here on earth. (laughs) Amen, sister. Oh my gosh. I love it. Yeah. Well, do you have anything you want to say to close? I can't believe that already went by. I know. But just flew by. (laughs) It did. It flew by. Yeah. Um, I guess like uh, final words, I was trying to think of what I'd like to say. I mean, I think like your life is your art and are you living the story you want to be telling? You can change your life at any time. And I think a lot of it, I personally believe like change your energy, change your life. So like if you want to talk energy, if you want to learn about energy, like connect with me, I would love to connect with you anyways. And Kelly, I'm just so grateful to know that I'm walking this earth journey and like you're out there too. And we have very similar kind of messages and purposes and 
um, we feel so ignited and I feel so connected to you and I'm so honored to have done this um, oh, with you. Thank you so to be much. Here. Yeah, I feel exactly the same way. So grateful to have found you and been connected with you. And it's kind of fun co-creating this little, our journey of life together, but separately, but I think about you all the time. And so then I'm like, oh, hey, Danielle, what's up, bro? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> always energetically. <laughs> right. I'm always energetically sending you love, too, because I know that you're just slaying it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, thank you so much for being on. This was just absolute blast. I love it so much. And I want to just wish you all of the best in Costa Rica. And I can't wait to follow along with your journey. We'll post all of the links where you can find Danielle, how you can hook up with her, see what she's got going on, all of her courses. She's just got so much to offer and definitely follow along with her next adventure because who knows what might happen. It's going to be wild. I'll be sharing the journey (laughs) openly, transparently, of course. Well, thank you so much, Kelly. I adore you. Amazing. (laughs) Thank you, Danielle.